If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of your Circle of Influence podcast. I'm your co-host, Dr. Monica Ogando. And I'm Amy Walker. We are delighted that you are here for yet another another meeting of the minds, if you will. And this one is like for real a meeting of the minds, right, Amy? Yes, a meeting of the minds with a Z, because I've told my children adding a Z instead of an S makes everything more serious. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say cooler. Uh huh. No, it's like it's real. Like if it has a Z, I mean it. It's for reals, (laughs) right? For reals, right? For reals. (laughs) So we are going to be talking about today the importance of allowing yourself space to be creative as an mm-hmm. entrepreneur and in business, there's mm-hmm. a balance that you need between creativity and productivity. And it's so interesting because I attract a lot of really free spirit, right brained. Um, they don't like constraints. They don't like time. They don't want to feel like their business is bossing them around type of people. And um, what I encourage them, like I'm not just talking about you. This is like 50% of my customer base right here, right? (laughs) But here's why they come to me. Because I honor that that's your your brilliance. That's your genius. But if we can build structure and support and productivity around it, that Mm -hmm. genius will shine so much farther and it will create so much more impact. And so you have that type of entrepreneur. Yep. But the type that I'm wanting to focus in on today and that I, I want to speak to is the type of entrepreneur where you um, have that creativity, but in the name of productivity, you have somehow clamped it down where mm-hmm. I can't create something unless I can sell it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to spend time on that unless it's going to make me money. And mm-hmm. what happens is after so long of being in this space of productivity, that that's creative spark that really fuels everything just starts to dim and you lose a lot of the joy and you lose a lot of the, um, Oh, I don't, your magic, like your magic turns off because you've clamped down. Uh, you just gotten Mm -hmm. stuck in productivity. Mm -hmm. So years ago, one of my clients sent me a book. Um, it was like right in, right around new year's. And she said, I don't know why, but I just felt really inspired. I needed to send this to you. And mm-hmm. it was the book, big magic by Elizabeth. Oh, Gilbert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I started reading I the book it. and I was just like heart singing, you know, my, my heart was like, yes, you're finally recognizing what <laughs> I've been like trying to tell you, which was yes. I needed space to be creative yes. without having anything tied to it. There was no have tos. Mm-hmm. There was no expectations of it. There was not even any requirement that what I created was going to be good. Mm. And, um, and it, it was just permission to create. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
during that time, right after that, I wrote my first uh, fiction book, which let's be clear, the first draft of your first book is not good, but no. I was so proud of it and so happy for it. I started um, doing Bob Ross paint nights where you know, I'd like oh, watch Bob Ross on Netflix and just paint and um, started writing poetry and um, just allowing myself time and space to just simply be creative. Yeah. And what happened was it increased my joy and my passion, which then flowed back into my business. It was like, I, I need that reciprocation between productivity and creation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, this is, this translates for me, this, that level of creativity um, translates into playfulness for me. Mm -hmm. And um, I had a come to Jesus moment at one point when somebody asked me, what do you do? What, what do you do to be playful? And I was like, uh, the most joy I have is when I go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, it can't, that can't be. It can't be that the most joy I have is when I'm unconscious and I'm unavailable uh -huh. to the world. There has got to be a change. And uh, so it opened up my eyes about what it means to do something purposefully, but without an outcome. Purposefully yes. doesn't, isn't attached to a monetization strategy or an, yep. necessarily a result or an outcome. It can be purposefully so that you can generate joy, so you can create connections, so you can create, you know what I mean, uh, that kind of creativity in the world. Mm -hmm. And so what are some of the what are some of the things here's a question that I want to ask the audience and, and you guys feel free to put that in the comments, you know, reach out to us on Instagram, tag us with your circle of influence or um, um, Amy Walker coach or Monica Ogando. What are some of the things that you used to do as a child that you consider ridiculous now, but that were really like a place of joy for you. Right. So for me, for example, drawing was one of them. Mm-hmm coloring was another one now if you tell me to color I'm like for what but what do you need me to color a, a wall do we need a, a new accent wall in the room well, what's happening right um and so if you if you go back to some of the things that you used to do as a child to just generate a sense of joy and playfulness for yourself you'll find that in the mindlessness of just being present in the moment and just creating for the sake of creating that a lot of the conversations that you you think you can't you can't be playful because you're worried about that conversation. You, you will find that when you let yourself be playful, when you let yourself be creative, those conversations get handled anyways. What I mean by that is, you know, if you have a client challenge, if you have a strategy that you have not yet quite worked out, how am I going to do that launch? When am I going to do it? What is it going to be about? Who do I need to invite? Um, you know, how do I finance this new property? Blah, blah, blah. Whatever that challenge may be present for you. I promise you, when you go mindful or kind of cheek in, cheek in tongue or tongue in cheek, when you go mindless, yeah. <laughs> you'll find yourself in your right mind. Yeah, it's fascinating. And I think that there are a lot of women who are in the phase of life that I'm in where you are balancing business and family and responsibilities. Yeah. And, you know, mm -hmm. when, when people ask what your hobbies are and you're like, well, I spend a whole lot of time sitting on the sidelines of some game watching kids. <laughs> right. And then you have to ask yourself, do I really enjoy that? Like once my kids are out of it, heck no, I'm not going to, I mean, unless it's my grandkids, I'm not going to sit at some high school, mm -hmm. you know, sideline to watch them play terrible football that is not 
in any way, shape or form part of what fuels me. Right. Yeah. And so I think that there's a lot of women who have spent so many years doing what everyone else wanted them to, what everyone else wanted to do and enjoying it because it's with the people that you love that you can't even quite remember what you love to do. And so for me, I, I had to play around with things and be like, okay, well, do I like to paint? And, you know, I painted for several months. I bought all the art supplies painted for several months and then was like, yeah, I think I really love this. And then it was like, nope no, I don't like, I, it's okay, but no, I don't really care about it. Like the reason why I'm doing it is because then I can say like, I've done something creative, but mm-hmm. no, doesn't really bring me joy. And then I got a ukulele and, um, you know, started playing the ukulele and, um, did not become a ukulele master. Uh, but I do kind of enjoy it. Like I, I, when I enjoy it is t- taking it on trips and playing it like outside while we're, you know, at a, by the lake or something, which drives my Mm -hmm. kids crazy, but I enjoy that, but I don't necessarily want to play it all the time. And so it's interesting as I was kind of like picking up and trying on hobbies to find Mm -hmm. what I loved Mm -hmm. that. I also felt pressure when I stopped, you know, like, but no, you can't quit. And it was like, but why? Like the whole purpose of this Mm -hmm. is to figure out what I actually like to do. And, um, and I think that you may need to explore a little bit. If you're in, if you can relate to what I'm saying about that phase of life where everything you do, you enjoy it because it's with the people you love, but you're really doing it for the people you love. You Mm -hmm. may have to experiment a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, that's true. It's true. And no guilt when you quit, even if you bought all the stuff. That's right. And so then what that looks like is, um, what that looks like is giving yourself permission to explore going down a particular path and mm-hmm. um, seeing that there's no cheese down that tube <laughs> yeah. and going down a different, a different path. Right. And it's like, that's, that's part of the explorate explorative nature of creativity too. Mm-hmm. You might go down a path and find nothing there. And sometimes practicing the no end in mind muscle helps you get to the end in mind faster if that makes sense. It feels kind of counterintuitive, right? But it's, don't you find that it it actually supportive that way? You're not forcing. That's what happens if you stop forcing and you just, I I was reading uh, recently advice from successful writers and one of them, their advice was get out, get out from behind your keyboard and go live for a while. And they're mm. like, go visit a new place, go do a new thing. And as you do that, you, mm-hmm. the stories are, you attract the stories as you live life. But if mm-hmm. you are just sitting behind your computer trying to create a story, it's really hard to do that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And part of, I think part of the value of exploring creativity in that way is when you get those yeah buts that you'll give yourself mm-hmm. to be with them for a second. Don't, don't just say no right away and don't just say yes right away. Just be with them for a second. What, what is coming up for you? What do you think might be a, a cost of exploring that? Do you, do you really think that your children will go hungry if you spend an hour painting? Do you really, you know what I mean? <laughs> now I've seen some of your children, Amy, you're like, well, I don't know if they're going hungry, but they might kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's more likely that I'm going to hear shouting and screaming um, right. from one particular, really it's Monica, Monica's favorite, but boy, is he 
a fiery one. <laughs> He's a fiery one. I, I love that about him. So, so then, you know, that's where, that's where you starting to take small steps to honor your own boundaries and do what you say you're going to do when you're going to do them, how you're going to do it. Uh, not for the sake of rigidity necessarily, but so that you can begin to trust yourself that when you say that you're going to do a thing a particular way, that you are. And then that, that inner monkey mind starts to quiet down. It's like, oh, okay, she's up to something that she says she's going to do and she's doing yeah. it. Okay, got it. Nice. So, All right. We want to hear from you. What are you going to do to bring more creativity into your life? Are you going to play the ukulele? Um, Are you going to paint? Are you going to write? Are you going to color? Are you going to start dancing? You know, like there's, this is the thing there's, or cooking. I mean, there are millions of ways that you can be creative. It does not Mm -hmm. have to look a certain way, but I would love for you to just spend some time because really, honestly, creativity is the essence of the feminine energy. It really is. That's the heart of it. Yours was an instrument. And what was the other one? Oh, your writing, of course. Yeah. So writing is my, so where I've settled is the two things that really fuel my creativity are music and writing. So I have played the cello since I was 11 years old. And it's not that I necessarily need to be playing all of the time, but Mm -hmm. listening to really great diverse types of music, Mm -hmm. um, taps into that creativity and then writing. And so um, I dedicate time every single week. Some days, sometimes it's every day of the week. And some days it's like, no, I'm going to give myself Friday to be my day to write. And mm-hmm. I'll write for like, I mean, I'll write 10,000 words in one day. And then other weeks it's like, I'm going to write a little bit each day. And so it yeah. doesn't, I can't be super rigid with it at this time in my life. And also when I try to get super rigid with it, I kind of lose the joy in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm trying not, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to be a productive writer without making writing the next productive thing in my life, if that makes sense. Yeah. Online. Yeah. Um, but I love it. And on the days, honestly, if I am like super happy on a day and I'll be like, why am I so happy? Oh, I wrote today. Yeah. So it's just a, it's brings me so much joy to be able to do that. I think that's the impermanence of dancing and singing is, is I think part of the charm for me because mm-hmm. When I'm writing, of course, there's a finished product or a, a work in progress even, but it's up for review. It's up for changing. It's up to whatever. Right. But if I'm dancing to a song, once the song is over, that's done. I can't go back and edit it. I can't go back to visit it. I, even if I shoot a video and record myself, it's still the moment is gone. You can't recapture it. You know, mm-hmm. you can create another moment that's similar to it. And the same thing with singing, you know, there's, I think that's why my musical Tourette's flares up so much <laughs> because my music library is at the ready <laughs> <laughs> and it's out and then it's done and you it can't call it back. Right. Yeah. Well, we would love to hear from you. What are your creative outlets and how are you going to create some more space for that so that you can plug in with the feminine and, and really show up at your best for yourself, mm-hmm. for your business, for your family, for all of the things that you want to accomplish. So hit us up on Instagram, your circle of influence, or you can reach out to us personally, Amy Walker coach and Dr. Monica Ogando, and make sure that you follow us on clubhouse so that you can be plugged in with our live conversations. Ooh. Yes. Love it. Thank you, everybody. Talk to you soon.